and we're rolling. Episode 466, No Laugh Track Podcast, Acme Comedy Company here in Minneapolis. I am with multi-time guest. I didn't look. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it can't possibly. Each time is uh, is cherished it's by me. Cherished. Cherished. <laughs> I, I mean, sincerely, I look forward to seeing you. Well, that's uh, nice. I, uh, I look forward to playing this club. It's my home club. Hell so. yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, that voice, that video, uh, that if you're watching on YouTube right now, that face is Jackie Cation. That voice is Jackie Cation. <laughs> Here I am. Here she is, back at Acme. Uh, about a year, give or take, from the last time you were here. Almost to the day. Yeah. Because uh, I recorded my new album and my new special here uh, in July of 21. So. And when will that be released? I'm kidding. Uh, any minute. <laughs> any minute. It certainly won't be released on Spotify, Pandora, or SiriusXM. Because yeah. there is drama. There is drama. So people, if you buy the album on Amazon or on Apple iTunes, right? On Apple. Um... Staycation. Staycation is the name of it because my last name's Cation and we were home. Remember when we were all home? Uh, so it's called Staycation. And, um, but they have it streaming still, but the rest of the platforms are all, it's all gone. So TuneCore, whoever, whoever holds the, the key to TuneCore, they, the, so the only album that's still up on Pandora and Spotify is my first album, Circus People. I and so did a little bit of research and saw that. And it's because it was on CD Baby for some reason. So yeah, your newest release on Spotify. My last is, four is albums from 2007. Are gone. Right. And right. there's so many since then. Yeah. Yeah. Is that 2000? It would have been. I think that would have been uh, 2003, wouldn't it? Have been? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. It was a long time ago. You would know better than me. Yeah. You would uh, know better than me. Circus People. I thought I did it in. 2001 or something like that but god knows anyway uh staycation super fun i did it here at acme yes we replaced the red that's right with a gray and it was beautiful and uh and it was shot and it was uh it was a, it's a nice one i like it <laughs> so did i'm still you? performing some of that material sure which now nobody's heard haha <laughs> so come on down <laughs> come on down <laughs> Did you take any time off after you finished? Like, as a little to relax? I didn't. I forgot. Because, you know, I had 16 months home because of lockdown. Yeah. And, th and then I did 10 weeks to sort of get back by sort of live timing because I did a lot of Zoom shows. Yeah. And then I forgot to stop, even though I loved being home for 16 months. I forgot to stop. I just kept going, and now I'm back to two or three weeks uh, a month. And I'm uh, my mother-in-law just moved in. Uh, with us about a month ago, and yeah. you would think that I would want to go on the road even more, as uh, as old timey mother in law jokes go. I'm looking forward to writing <laughs> sort of positive mother in law jokes because I love her dearly. That's and she's good. She's fun. She's funny. She's smart. There's you know once we figure out the logistics of it all, it's going to be fine. But it's only been a month, five maybe five weeks, and we have a small house. Boy, you you just that's exactly what. How many bedrooms are in this house? Two. Two bedrooms. She brought a dog and a cat. Kay. We have a dog. Okay. It's a thousand square feet. Yeah. We added a bathroom to her bath to her bedroom. And we have a bathroom, you know, that's sort of for the house. Because it, it looks like the houses our house looks like the house on the Monopoly board. <laughs> Two bedrooms, bathroom in between them, right? All red. Little, all red. All green. Green. Because oh, yeah, remember the hotels were red. Ah, dang it. It's been a while. <laughs> dang it. Oh, zigger. Dang it. And uh, so. Wait, you paid to have pl plumbing put in for mm -hmm. her to move in? Yeah. Wow. Well, she is uh, older and she needs one of those fancy 
like walk in hose down showers. Oh sure, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I I mean I f- like ideally I feel like every house should have one almost one extra bathroom. You know, like if there's three people, well, there should be doing. four bathrooms. Really. <laughs> well, that's that's the current. That's that's the American dream these days. Of yes, course, is that there's two bathrooms in every house, and we've lived there since 2004 with one bathroom. No, but we are just two people, and there's no. You know, like some people open, leave the door open and go in on their partners. And like my husband and I, as he likes to call it, that's a level I never want to get to. And Jack- I'm like, you are not wrong, my friend. Jackie. Yeah. I'm married to a woman that we are co- complete opposites of that. I'm door closed if I'm brushing my teeth. She's <laughs> you, wide I'd like, some open. So, I'd like some solo time yes. to do anything with my own body. Anything. I'm closing the door. If I'm going to do something with you with my body, yes, let's both be in the same room. Absolutely. Or on the phone. What? What <laughs> just happened? hey oh, Nice. All right. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, comedy on the road. <laughs> Trying to write the dick jokes. Yeah. It's, I'm so bad at writing dick jokes. I have one new sex joke, but it's married sex. And how... How, ex- you know, how interesting is that? And it's not really about sex. It's about how he's a game designer and I'm a comic and how we have sex. Anyway, so <laughs> I uh, I opened with it last night just because, or no, did I? I don't know. I tried to do a bunch of new stuff last night because I forgot that no one's heard my new album. So <laughs> I was, and I've written like 20 new minutes, uh, 30 new minutes, and it needs, it all needs work, right? Sure. Um, so, and Wednesday classic Wednesday show, right? Where you can sort of casual day it. Casual People, day it like come that. and see a Wednesday or Thursday here at the Acme and feel like you're part of the show, mm-hmm. part of the experience. Mm-hmm. Friday and Saturday, we try to shine it up, you know, brush it down. <laughs> Are you still doing, uh, you still doing any Zoom stuff? Uh, there's a guy named, uh, is it Kenny O'Beard? There's a, there's a couple of San Francisco shows that are still happening, and I want to, but I I literally, I swear to God, I've just been, we hit the ground running, and so I've been on the road so much that I haven't, I used to do every Sunday, you know, oh, that's like, right. I would do Sunday services, and I would do either a morning one so the people in Europe could watch, or I'd do a late, late one so that the people in Australia could watch, uh, you wow, know. Wow, I didn't know that part. Yeah, because it's fun about, what I learned in those 16 months is that I could have international fans. Like, people in rural Canada who are not going to be making it to Toronto when I'm there in December, uh, they could watch the Saturday shows. And I have, you know, I have the two podcasts. Of course. So they they know the that work. You know, so they're like, oh, I wonder what her stand-up is like besides the albums. And the Zoom shows were super fun because you were in people's living rooms. Right. You got to meet their dogs, you know, their cat. <laughs> right. You got to see how they decorated. Right. You know, some, you know. Do you have a philosophy where you're uh, mixing in new material? Like, do you try to do it? You said you did it at the beginning. Is that normal? You no. Know, no. No, normal is I like to open with the stuff that works and then stick it in the middle so that it makes sure it works. But last night I hadn't had a lot of sleep. And so I didn't have a lot of time, because uh, yesterday was Wednesday. Yep. And I and my mother, uh, my mother-in-law has really affected my sleep because I have, and we all do. We're all kind of twitchy about it, right? We're all trying to figure out how it works, and um, so I've been, I've been, uh, I've been sleeping a lot. <laughs> That's my one way of hiding, is uh, <laughs> I'm going to bed, and uh, <laughs> and then I lie down, and so the but. But then Wednesday, my flight was at 6 a.m. out of LAX. So I had to get up at, at 4 and get to the airport by 4.30. And so 
I slept a little bit on the flight from from LAX to Minneapolis, and then um, I got here and I went to lunch with my sister and Tommy Ryman and Lewis actually popped in. Oh, nice. nice, yeah. And then uh, and then I came back and I was at the hotel, and um, there was some sort of leak in my room, so I didn't get my afternoon nap. I know mm. this. You're just thinking about stand up comics. We like a nap, three to five. <laughs> 3 to 5 or 6 p.m., a nice lie-down where you read a book, you take a little bit of a nap, you watch, oh, an episode of some, the thing that they show in the afternoon. It's usually NCIS or Bones or Castle or uh, a thousand other shows <laughs> that both of your parents like. And uh, and there's a hun- and there's hundreds of them, or you, could, you know. Uh-huh. So <laughs> yes, there are. If I were a stony Magoo, uh, if I were a stoner comic, I'd watch SpongeBob. Oh, that would help with the nap, too. Hit hit a couple. Hit a couple. Maybe a gummy. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'd like to wake up. Uh, So my thing with (laughs) pot is I don't... It's like I might as well just go to bed. It's a good eight hours. So um, Did you hear they legalized uh, little tiny gummies here in Minnesota? Oh, you guys don't have legalized weed? Oh, no. Okay. But just the gummies are legal Uh, now? Yeah. Like five five milligram. It would knock you on your can, probably. Right, right. And five (laughs) milligram, you're just like, well, I guess I'm eating a bag of gummies. (laughs) <laughs> I'm eating a, you know, or if you want to get super stoned or yeah. whatever, right? And yes. weird. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Um, I saw you you updated the, your, uh, you did an updated hotel art. Oh, yeah. All right. We stay at the same <laughs> hotel. Every single room has the same two or three pictures. And uh, I missed a picture, actually, because I got one of the junior suites. Ooh. It has a little desk area that has another picture of old-timey Minneapolis. Well, how'd you get bumped up to the junior suite? Um, I tip when I go in. There you go. And because uh, I read an article that said the people at the front desk never get tipped. So ever since then, I've been tipping the people at the front desk because I'm like, what a shit job. Interesting. What kind of, re- do you hand them money directly or do yeah. it, you know, like I literally, use an envelope? I don't have, like some people are cool about it or they have a, and I know you look at me and think, I bet she's cool about it. I'm not. Uh, I literally say the words, I read an article here. Lunch is on me. Yeah, that's that's great. <laughs> and they always go, "What? Okay, thank you." And some people are used to it, and some 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 hotels, uh, the people are clearly get tipped more often than others, because the ones that don't are always like, "What?" And then the ones that do are like, "Thank you." And but nobody's ever been like, "No, no, I make enough." Oh, nobody's, yeah, you think? Yeah, nobody's ever. <laughs> Leave it for the other staff. I'm good. <laughs> now they they need it more than I do. They right. absolutely need it more than I do. Uh, I saw what did I, see? I saw on your social media. You're doing a little bit more, maybe cooking and baking with the mother-in-law in the house. Yeah, she's a big baker, and I've never baked. Uh, I like to cook. I I like to make uh, mostly chicken, and uh, but the she and she has a sourdough starter. And I don't know if you know about Sourdough Starter, but uh, it's got a clock on it. Tick-tock. Tick-tock. Got to use it. Use it before you lose it. And so, what? we right, it dies or something. You have to you have to do something with it. You have to feed it. You have to use it. You have to replenish it. Okay. There's, It's alive. And so, we made a sourdough banana bread with walnuts, and it was amazing. And then we also made um, a sourdough uh, English muffins. Which, you know, it's easier to buy English muffins. But let me tell you something about uh, about sourdough. The English muffins were delicious. And I was there was I was kind of proud of making them because they're fiddly. Because they're not, it's not like making a loaf of bread. Sure. We're just like, mm, bread. Yeah. You Bake. put some work in. 
Yeah, you get your separ- hands dirty. You separate them. You gotta use. There's like some stuff you sprinkle on it. A lot of things are happening. Is what I'm saying. So, yeah. There's gonna be soon. They'll be you'll be selling them on a little uh, table in front of your house. Right? Huh? We could maybe. Yeah, maybe she can start earning. She retired on purpose. No, she doesn't want to. From a instead of a lemonade stand. Right. She doesn't want to start a lemonade stand. Pastries in her late seventies. <laughs> no, probably. And, uh, <laughs> Imagine, you know, the cops go around busting those, like, when they're real assholes. Like, mm. uh, you need a permit. Could you yeah. imagine that? Yeah, that'd be nuts. Sorry. That'd be crazy. Sorry, though. 70. No, yeah. you're out. You are out. Did you see, uh, I'm going to see Weird Al Yankovic in concert this Sunday evening with my daughters oh, and a friend of mine. Yeah. What do you think oh. about that? Uh, I like Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah. Uh, some people love Weird Al Yankovic. Um, Have you ever crossed paths with them in I s- Los Angeles, Colleen California? Cruz opened for him once here, and I went to that show. I saw him once at Summerfest. In Milwaukee. In Milwaukee in the 80s. Huh? Maybe even been the early 80s. Might have even been 82. Now we're talking. 84. And, uh, and that was a trip. Um... I have a friend of mine who house sits for him. What? Yeah. There we go. Uh, but I, that doesn't mean I've ever met him. <laughs> and uh, and she barely meets him. She mostly meets his wife. And um, Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's what comics do in, in L.A. They do a lot of house sitting, a lot of dog walking and sitting, a lot of, uh, you know, just, what do you need? And, uh, I suppose. <laughs> do you have $50? Because I'll do something for $50. And you're like, really? Will you somehow water my yard while i'm gone and they're like yeah yeah i will who you who's who's watering your tomatoes while you're gone uh andy and my mother-in-law they're uh, i know the devastating thing is i'm gone for two weeks the and they're all ripe right now so in two weeks they're going to be gone Mm -hmm. and uh a lot of work went into those Bit of a devastation, but yeah, living I, here, you know, I'm growing tomatoes as well. But you know, with the seasons, we're right, I'm a little behind. Due. Yeah, a little, right. Yeah, from where you are in California. Right. So they'll probably come to fruition in what August. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mine are just little and green right now. Oh man, you you the the tomato sandwich is a is a delight. It, it, it absolutely yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Do you uh so you you let's go back a little bit. You said the mother-in-law brought a dog. You brought a dog, or you have a dog? Well, we already. have a do- we had a dog in lockdown. Okay. So I have a little bit of jokes about Gordy. Uh, oh, okay. and Gord- yeah, Gordy is a, and it's funny because she also has a Chihuahua mix. He was a Chihuahua mix. He is a Chihuahua mix, and she has. Uh, they've always had dogs, and the their beagle just died like four or five years ago. But uh, the Tyson is left, and Tyson is a Chihuahua mix, and then she has a cat named Tigger, and so Tyson, Gordy, and Tigger uh, all get along for the most part. Though Gordy has decided that we can have the house if he can have the garage. Oh. He's like, I need a little solo time. Oh, that's generous. It's, uh, I can relate to the solo time. Right, right. Go back to the bathroom there. It's true. And he loves being a homeowner. <laughs> so. Uh, so I experienced something about a week ago that I want to get. This is sort of like a, a public service to people. And I want to know if you're involved in something like this as well. So I have a job, you know, selling beers at uh, uh, sporting events around town. Okay. I sold a guy. I came up, bought a beer from me, gave me his credit card. The, there's a picture of his dog on the card. Do you do that at all? Do you have a picture of your dog on the credit card? You know, you could personalize your credit card, right? No. You can no, put I a picture of know. your spouse or a, a chair. Oh, wait, dog. like sort of the design on yes. it was the dog. Yes. Instead oh, of yeah, having yeah. just you the generic, do, you know, Visa, right. gray, black, or whatever. Yeah, you could do it with your phone case, too. Exactly. Exactly. Whatever the hell you want to do. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So this person. I had, thought, because you, have you ever seen credit cards that have a picture of the person? Yes. Like the owner of the, just a tiny sort of avatar picture. Oh, yeah, yes, I have. That's what I thought you meant. Oh. I was like, 
it, does the dog pay in the bills? <laughs> anyway, but okay. So. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? So he hands me the card and he said, oh, and he cracked a little joke. He said, oh, my, this one's on my dog. And I went, oh, hey. I go, well, maybe. You, so I tried to follow up his great joke riffing, with, with riffing. one of my own. Yep. So I'm riffing back. And I said, well, maybe you should save some from his bo- uh, for his bowl when you get home. And he goes, well, I can't do that because he's dead. So he introduced uh, essentially a dead dog into the conversation. So my public service is don't put your dog on your card uh, because you're you setting d- yourself up for people to go, hey, cute dog, nice dog. What about your dog? Oh, it's dead. Well, way to bring your, our conversation to a <laughs> screeching halt and bring the party down. Yeah. Because then later in that same game, a woman gave me a credit card to buy a beer and she had a sunflower on it. And I said, oh. Did you grow that sunflower? <laughs> she said. Having learned nothing. Go ahead. And she goes, I did, but it probably died three years ago. And I go, you got to be kidding. I go, it's amazing that you said dead because, and I told her the story. And she goes, oh, yeah, that's what I replaced this with was a picture of my dog. My dead and dog. And that same thing kept happening. People asked me about it. I told them it was dead. So I switched it to something neutral like a flower I grew. That is also Dead. That it's also dead. Uh, yeah, why don't you pick a rock that'll be around long after you're dead? Yeah, How about there we that? Go. How about this is uh, this is a rock that I stole from a uh, <laughs> a ruin. That's right. I was once at a ruin and um, and somebody picked up a rock and uh, the guy I was hanging out with goes, "Hey, it's not a construction site. Don't move the rocks in the Del- the Oracle of Delphi or wherever we were. We were in Greece, and um, I've been to Greece, you guys." Anyway, so <laughs> we picked that up, the name dropping. Uh, how, were the, how were the sets in Greece? Uh, 47 years ago, I was in Greece. That was a million years ago. But, um, yeah, the riffing. The riffing is hard. There's. Uh, did you listen to this week's Jackie and Lori? Yes. Because I, I told that story about the guy who was, was his birthday. Yeah, oh, my God. Yes. That was insane. Yes. And it just the story just kept getting worse and worse and worse. And he is a Goonie bird. And I've never met him, or if I have, I don't remember him. But he was on, like, he's a producer and also a comic, and he's a hell of a producer. I don't know how he is as a comic offhand, um, but I know how that set went. (laughs) And, you know, like, when you riff, you have to, there has to be, maybe there's a learning curve, obviously, right? Where you're not a monster. (laughs) Right out of the gate. And if you think you're going to be a monster... Pause. Think about, give yourself a couple of beats. And I know you're looking for a a rise out of the audience. You're looking for a laugh. But try not to be the worst. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, just this guy was, like, talking to the woman in 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 the front row. And nobody else in the room could hear her. So he's got to repeat what she says. And uh, his set isn't going well. He's followed, like, the Sklar brothers and Nikki Glaser. He's followed, like, some, like, amazing comics Killers, yep. that he booked. And then he wants to do 20 after all of this show. And it's his birthday. And so he is like, so are you single? He turns to the audience because his set isn't going very well. And he asks a woman in the front row if she's single. And she, I guess, says yes. And he goes, well, that, that's, that's great because I've always wanted that wheelchair pussy. And that's how we learned that she is in a wheelchair and he is an idiot. And then he says, you know, what's great about wheelchair pussy is that you can't tell if I'm any good at it because you're all paralyzed down there. And then she says, I'm not paralyzed down there. And he goes, well, you're in a wheelchair. 
you must be paralyzed. And she said, I have cerebral palsy, you asshole. And then he keeps talking. And he's like, he says something else about her being single. And finally he says, are you a virgin? And then he says, are you crying? At any point during this story, if you are the comedian, shut it. Yeah. Shut it down. Uh, and then he tries to fix it. Finally. We're talking three minutes into this disaster. He says, I'm going to give you the door. I'm going to make it up to you by giving you all the money we've made tonight. I'm going to try to buy your silence at this point, which is why I have to tell this story every time I talk out loud right now. <laughs> it's been a week, and, I've, and, and I've, uh, it's an amazing story. Yes, and so, it is. But my fa- the only time I laughed during this disaster of a story was the last line when he said, I can't believe this happened on my birthday. <laughs> And you're like, oh, Christ. You're right, buddy. Life is not fair. Yeah. Uh, so last night. Your was, special day. Yesterday was my birthday. Yes, and, happy uh, birthday. Thank you. And it was two other people in the audience's birthdays. Because uh, July 20th, people people are born in July. Because otherwise, uh, nine months ago was winter. And uh, so. Imagine that. Um, imagine that. So, yeah. Anyway. Did you announce your birthday on stage last night? In the middle of, like, near the end of my set where they sort of started plotting and I was like, please, uh, this isn't one of, it isn't a milestone. I didn't just turn 21, right? I mean, I'm weirdly 57 years old. So it's like a weird number. It's a weird age. Everyone's like, and you're still alive? What's (laughs) happening? And you're like, I know, I know. I'm a little stiffer. I got to roll one out. Come up with something witty for 57. Go ahead. Go ahead. (laughs) Rock that somehow. Turn that into something. Um, I guess when you're 60, it can be something. But I wouldn't want to tell anyone I was 60. I didn't even want to tell you I was 57, but I thought... Well, don't be a chicken shit. Just tell people how old you are. Because, uh, you know, there's like there's all this stuff in L.A., not just in L.A., in life, where people are like, I don't want to tell anyone how old I am. What do, what do you think I am? What do you think I am? It's my friend Lori Kilmartin, who, uh, who was like, somebody told me that I looked, she said, somebody said I looked 50. And she's like, that actually is not flattering. Yeah, right? Right? She's like, uh... 40? Yeah, even if I'm older than that, it's still... It doesn't. Don't. It's just a couple of years. <laughs> and it was a couple of years. So the whole thing was weird. Anyway. I need to uh, bring up something that I heard on the uh, Jackie and Lori show. There you go. Yep. Let's see. I have a. I, I want to get the words exactly correct here. Uh, oh, here it is. Listening to you on the podcast talk about liquid capacity has been one of my absolute favorite things in the last week. In a commercial for diapers, Jackie, liquid oh. capacity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The diaper people. Coterie. Use code Jackie Laurie. Coterie. C-O-T-E-R-I-E. Use code co- Jackie Laurie. Uh, I'm yeah. saying, it was like surreal listening to you t- talk about p- your pitching diapers. And then you well, and Laurie, wouldn't, Laurie didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do the pot gummies that we do. I don't want to do, like, the booze and pot stuff. Yeah, right. And so I said, right. I'll do the diaper stuff. And, uh, so you're just was, doing the opposite products, like. Yeah, and we both do the Green Chef. We both do uh, some other damn thing. Whatever. I mean, what? What? And and the the ads are hilarious because there's just not that much money involved. Uh, Like we don't make a great deal. Like when I advertise on the Dork Forest, I get all the money. Nice. There's no. There's no like advertising. There's an advertising agent that takes half of it to begin with, but then it's all mine, and it's usually about 150 bucks. For an ad. 
And oh. I said, you know, it's a minute. I read it. Nice. Sometimes they get a free thing. Uh, they sent me free diapers, by the way. I gave them to Goodwill. And then I read many reviews on Amazon about them and, uh, and on their website so that I could do a personal my personal reveal about how great the diapers are. Oh, look at you. But I did do some research, but I didn't want to open the diapers because I didn't know if they would take them if they were opened. Oh, I don't know. And so I just gave them to Goodwill. I, too, have donated uh, diapers to Goodwill. Ones my kids uh, grew out of. Right, right. Place, yeah. and, and and people need diapers. Sure. Right? People who, who have small children love free diapers. Why wouldn't they? Right. Uh, so and they're, and they're supposedly the cashmere of diapers. <laughs> I don't know if you know this about coterie diapers, but... Uh, Did you ever think you'd be describing a diaper as the cashmere of diapers in your life? Uh, no, I never... I didn't... <laughs> When when they wanted to send me them, I was like, I don't I don't even know anyone who has a baby right now. I've I never got, met a baby. I don't know anyone with a baby. I used to do a lot of childcare, and there was some baby talk. There was some baby wrangling. Oh sure. But uh, I don't care. Uh, and now, like, as has been established, I'm not super young. So a lot of my uh, cohorts, uh, they have grandchildren. Sure. And I suppose I could have brought them for my brother. He has he has a couple of I have a couple of great nephews that just came into the world. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Ellis and Emery. They live a different one in New York, one in San Francisco. My two nephews, they're they're not their first cousins, obviously, but uh, they both named their baby boys with an E, and they didn't. Uh, Ellis and Emery. Yeah, yeah I don't think it's Emery. I think it's Emery. E M R Y. Emery. I don't not know Emery. what to. I don't know. It's hmm. not. It's not my fault. Hmm. <laughs> it's not your fault. It's not my fault. <laughs> you want to name your kid Apple? I'm. It's just. Call them whatever. Hey, before we started the podcast, I mentioned to you uh, about that I saw, uh, you said you had lunch with your sister yesterday. Mm-hmm. She lives here locally, you said? Right. I have two brothers and a sister who live here. They've I, I You grew up in Wisconsin. I grew up outside of Milwaukee in Wisconsin in a little factory town called South Milwaukee. Yep. And my brother Phil moved here in the late 70s because he was in the Moonies. We kidnapped and deprogrammed him. He the halfway house where they tried to reintegrate him into society was here in Minneapolis. This is real? Oh yeah. So he moved here in the late seventies. I came here, I think in eighty five, uh, on for summer in between college, right? At University of Wisconsin. Came and lived with him and his wife and, and some of my ne- nieces and nephews. And um and then I moved here in nineteen ninety. Phil was here already. And uh and then my sister moved here. In like 95 or 96, right before I moved to L.A. And then my brother Scott moved here about five or six years ago, maybe ten years ago now. And so Scott, Phil, Darla, they all live here. And um, and then I got a brother in Tucson and I have a brother in Milwaukee. So almost uh, everyone left. Almost everybody left. My dad's still in Milwaukee and my brother Russ. But they are, you know, they are friends. So they okay. continue to hang out. How's your dad? He uh, he's he's all right. He's eighty five. He's um he's cracking me up, you know, for the most part. And he likes the new album. He doesn't like it as much as the previous album. And you know, and I only know that because I didn't get as many notes. Uh, he, he, I can tell if he liked it if I get a lot of notes. And um, the fact that. He really, uh, Maria did some joke about him, Bamford, and she, he's like, can I get that on DVD? Because I want to lend that to people, Maria mentioning my name. And uh, I was like, I will try. I don't know how to rip YouTube to DVD. Where did she mention him? Like, she mentioned, it, she's mentioned him a bunch of times. She did panel on Conan, I think. 
and she did um she did the University of Minnesota graduation. Oh yeah, she, she was I like remember keynote that. speaker. Yeah, I remember and that. And she told the story about how she got the gig and um and how she asked for money for the gig was because of my dad. Never say no without a number. That's right. right. That's right. And so she mentions him, and she, and he's like, yeah, I want to show people that joke. And I was like, you know, it's on my album, too. No? You don't want to? Because my, my, my version of it is not as flattering as Maria's. I will say that. And, uh, and he knows that. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> so, and uh, he would prefer him to be the hero. Of all the stories. Yeah, of who, course. Who wouldn't? I mean, who wouldn't? Oh, yes. my God, that's so funny. That is so funny. Are you still playing Wordle? No, Andy plays Wordle. No? I occasionally help him. Uh, I'm still playing Marvel Puzzle Quest, which is a versus uh, match three game with uh, with Marvel characters. And I've been playing it probably every day for five years. Oh, my God. Every day. It's on your phone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, the... Um, but uh, playing some more board games... My favorite board game right now is is based on the movie Jaws. Weird that they just invented it because and it's great. It has kind of the feel of the movie, so it's a Ravensburger board game, right? Which is a German company. Yeah, and it's I think they sell it at Target. It's Jaws, right? So it's, uh, three people play the three three guys, and one person plays Jaws, and in the first half of the game, and the game isn't more than. 45 minutes to an hour, right? Okay. First half of the game, Jaws goes around the island, tries to eat swimmers. Eat swimmers, eat swimmers, eat swimmers. Mm-hmm. And the three people uh, run around uh, trying to save swimmers and also uh, attach floating things to Jaws so that he could be uh, killed. Sure. And just like in the movie. Yep. And then you flip over the board, and the and that board is just the boat. And then the three guys are on the boat, and Jaws eats the boat. And tries to kill the guys. And it's super tense, very fun, and you don't always win. You get eaten by Jaws. Yeah, sometimes you get eaten by Jaws. Super fun. I had a Jaws vi- uh, shark attack, Jaws, some sort of video game years ago. Yep, yep. Was it was very dramatic. Uh, I played a couple of Jaws video games that weren't great. No. No, have you? I liked it. You could, you, you, liked could it? you controlled him, and you would be like in the aquarium. You could jump out, you'd chomp on oh, full families. That actually did not. Uh, that was not what I played. I yeah. played more of it. Was more of a an eight bit kind of situation, oh, sixteen no. bit one. This so. is some, probably something in, be- in between those two. Oh, fair I enough. want to ask you about. I think just one more thing here. I'm always curious about. Well, I heard you mention you're doing some writing of a like. Sh- what did I hear you say? Short story? Not oh, uh, right. Fiction? That I had an idea for non-fiction? So some fiction. I want to write fiction. It turns out it's it's a learned skill. Okay. And uh, <laughs> so I've been uh, I've I've I tried to start. Uh, I have a couple of ideas. Right. Um, Michelle Balloon told the funniest freaking joke, and I have an idea for because I take and I forgot to talk about this last night because it will it will be a bit before it's any kind of a story, but I, so the story idea was just because I t- I have two dogs now two tiny dogs and so I take those two dogs for a walk, and sometimes while I walk them I like to pretend that they are um, investigators that you know that I'm watching some sort of a British uh, mystery, and uh, and so they will sniff. And uh, Andy and his mom, I just realized that Andy got this from his mom, because Andy, my husband, will burst into song. He will just, something will happen, and he will either make up words to an existing song, or he will just make up a song. And it'll just be a line or two, right? So when the dog sniffs something, he usually sings 
I smelled the news today, oh boy, which is silly and fun. Um, and so whenever the dogs smell something, I sing that sometimes to the dogs as we walk. But then they might pee on the same spot, and I'm like, "You're you're compromising the the crime scene. You're, this is this is you've you've this isn't." And so I was very unprofessional, about, right? So I was thinking about writing a short story about two dogs that were. Uh, uh, investigative. Oh my uh, God, please work. finish that. <laughs> right? Please finish that. <laughs> it would be adorable, right? Yes. It would just be just dogs that are also <laughs> that are also police officers. <laughs> oh my goodness, and, I love that. Right, but the good ones. So, a little copaganda. Done, done with dogs. Anyway. You could take that children's story route. You could take that dark adult story route. Oh, yeah. So many. Have you ever read um, Sharp Teeth? Nope. Free verse, so written in some sort of weird poetic free verse, it is about uh, a pack of dogs that are werewolves, essentially, um, and they've lived in Los Angeles for thousands of years, and they play pinochle, and uh, and they are, have to save one of their dog friends, and it is a weird, weird little book where they are people, but they are dogs, they are in cars they're in pasadena it's a weird <laughs> joke it's a, i mean it's a weird book it's a weird story but it is kind of beautiful i couldn't tell you what it's about besides what i just told you okay sharp teeth if you like the idea of some sort of weird adult dog story that's also werewolves you know what i got i got one final question we'll do this quickly okay. here uh because we haven't mentioned the name of your other podcast. I don't think The Dork Forest. Maybe we have. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. no. I don't think so. It's The Dork Forest. So The Dork Forest. And you have, I wrote it. What are you on? Like 600, 700 some episodes? I wrote it down somewhere. Yeah. Well, it's uh, six, 682. 682. Yes. 682. But then there's also over 200 uh, that are uh, that weren't pre-recorded. Oh, yeah. So they're somewhere in the ether. You need an Ethernet cable to listen to them. Is that what that and, means? Uh, that's what that means. They're in the ether because <laughs> you need an Ethernet cable. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Uh, I enjoy it. So yeah, but there's and they're they're super fun. The what was the this this week is actually uh, one of the young younger comics talking to me about how much he loves his bass guitar and just oh, bass yeah. and bass music and and slap bass and it's the guy um, I always forget is he does a podcast funk. with Shane Moss yeah, yeah with Shane Moss yep Razim yes and uh, Razim uh, Razim uh, no because his last name starts with an N and uh, yeah we're but both. he's great. And he was a nice young man, and I can't wait to see a stand-up. And Aunt Jackie, uh, 112%, uh, give that guy <laughs> heads up. Love and, it. Yeah. Have you, so the question I want to ask of you, has someone's dorkdom ever rubbed up, rubbed off on you, where then you've become a fan of, uh, you know, of. matchbox cars, or silent movies, or I, cooking? I've, tr I've tried. Something. I've tried different things. Um, well, because Tess Rafferty came on, she wrote a couple of mystery novels. And she was like, "You should write a mystery novel." And thus, uh, two dogs were born. And uh, but the uh, so she has got me watching a bunch of weird British mystery okay. TV shows, and it's mostly it's mostly books and TV that'll do it. Like Ophira Eisenberg was on, and she got me reading um, these mystery novels. It turns out I will read a genre novel. I read, you know, I read romance novels, but I also read mysteries, and I read, um, like, all the Jack Reachers. Who doesn't oh, yeah. want to read a Jack Reacher novel? I don't know if you know this about this guy. He's alone. He's going to come to town. There's going to be trouble. 
He's going to shut that down. <laughs> and then he's going to get laid right around page 455. <laughs> and then there's another 150 pages where he kills a bunch of people. And then uh, then much like the Hulk, he walks out of town with a comb and a, and a debit card. So, uh, and that's his whole point. Did you watch the TV show, by the way? No. On Amazon Prime? No. Uh, they fucking stuck the landing. They land. It's perfect. Oh. They really nailed who Jack Reacher is in the Amazon original series. Is that brand new? Brand new. Yeah, I think I just saw an ad for it this morning. The Julia Child one that's on HBO Max, I think it's on. Also, the woman who's playing Julia Child is having the time of her life. She could not be having more fun being an actress playing Julia Child. And then David Hyde Pierce from Frasier plays her husband. And Lilith from Cheers, who was uh, Frasier's wife, uh, right? Yeah. She plays Julia's best friend. And uh, so there's, it's a weird, it, the casting's amazing. And um, we would all have fun playing Julia Child. Are you right? kidding me? Right? <laughs> and the guy playing Jack Reacher was also having the time of his life because he's a gorilla. The dude is a, is a but he's also super funny. Yeah. So there's, he's got to be six foot six or six seven. Oh, wow. And he can break zip ties in real life. Oh, geez. <laughs> so the dude is a monster. Yeah. But he also seems like a very sweet young man. <laughs> wow. And then, and then what was the, oh, uh, yeah, what did Tess Rafferty, who wrote, she wrote, she writes Italian murder mysteries. If you ever want to look up Tess Rafferty, she used to do stand-up, she's a comedy writer. Okay. Um, she also turned me on to a stand-up comic from Great Britain, who has written two old people murder mysteries that they were optioned immediately, as you can imagine. Though they're going to make the old people younger, because they these pe- the people in the book are in their 70s and 80s, and uh, those actors will die. You're not going to get five <laughs> seasons out of that person. So th- I think they're putting them in their 60s. Um, it's called The Thursday Murder Club, and it is set in England, and it's written by a British stand-up comic and game show host named Richard Osman. And they are some of the sweetest... Murder mysteries because of the old people. They're really great. Yeah. And uh, and so I thoroughly enjoyed that. And anyway, so people usually bring books to me, okay. right? There's um and oftentimes they're they're usually and there's some nonfiction, right? I think I've read I just read a Winston Churchill it's it's uh the history of the bombing of London. But wow. and and Winston Churchill in that time, but not from Winston Churchill's perspective, as you can imagine, is a little egotistical. Uh, it's from the diaries of everyone around him. Oh wow! And so they're like, he's a pain in the ass, but he seems to be doing the job. I like him, but wow! And you oh, know, it's a like cool it's a really cool perspective. Yeah. And super hopeful in this are terrible times, <laughs> because they lived through terrible times. And everybody just kept going. Everybody just kept getting laid, going out to breakfast, you know, also trying, you know, doing good things to fight the bad guys, the Nazis, but also getting laid, go to breakfast, right? Everybody's like, hey, do you want to go watch? uh, Churchill, I guess, used to like to go on top of buildings and watch the Nazis bomb London. And all of his staff were like, yeah, that's how people die. That's why we're all in bunkers. And he's like, well, we got to go. And so he would go and stand on the rooftops for a little while and go, yeah, that's all. They, oh, they hit that one. <laughs> anyway, oh, so. Oh, my. But anyway, but it was kind of, it was kind of neat. It's called, um, and it's written by that guy, Eric Larson, who wrote uh, a couple of uh, very popular nonfiction, uh, historical fictions. Uh, it's called Something the Splendid and the Vile. 
so I recommend that. I but like so it. it's always it's usually books or TV. It's never knitting. Like it's never exercise. <laughs> it's sadly Has someone brought exercise as their dorkdom? I can't remember. Not recently. Not recently. I remember. You keep, uh, you keep putting them on the bottom of the <laughs> sheet. Kumail we'll get to Nanji- you. We'll yeah, get yeah, we'll get to you for sure. Yeah. Uh, Kumail Nanjiami's uh, wife, uh, Emily Gordon. Yeah. Uh, she brought breakfast foods of the world. So like a Malaysian breakfast. Um, breakfast in, you know, her favorite international breakfast foods. And that was kind of fascinating. I was like, well, I would like to do that. I mean, yeah. who else is an expert on that? I don't, I don't know. And they aren't, and that's the thing about the Dork Forest. It's not experts so much as enthusiasm. There we go. Though I do love minutia. I love that. One of my favorite episodes recently was the founding of Chuck E. Cheese. And it is ridiculous. This woman was like, I need to buy an old Chuck E. Cheese animatronic dude. And I'm like, that sounds the creepiest thing to have in your home ever. And, uh, but. She, it was just the history of Chuck E. Cheese is fascinating. I recommend that episode a lot. I love that. I'm going to look that one up. Yeah. I'm going to look that up. Well, let's put a bow on this one. Uh, you're going to be here at Acme the rest of the weekend. Mm-hmm. So people should come see you. Right. And then I'm going to Denver. And, and then you're going to Denver. And then I'm going to San Francisco. So I, it's, I'm doing some of the coolest clubs in the country this, awesome. this uh, next month. And very exciting. JackieCation.com. You're on at JackieCation. Twitter. TikTok. You got a whole bunch of TikTok followers. Right. Here's the scoop, folks. If you want to hear the old albums, JackieCation.com. Feel free to buy them and then find a CD player. There you go. Did you bring any merch to Minneapolis? I brought all the merch because my mother-in-law just moved in and I got to empty the garage. <laughs> so feel free to buy some merch. I brought Squish t-shirts. I brought Dork Forest t-shirts and I brought Dad shirts and I brought uh, the new album and DVD and I brought Challenge Coins. They're, so These yeah. can't these can't go back to California. Right. And um, yeah, feel free. Feel free to clean me out so that I have empty luggage to bring to Denver. So <laughs> Leave a few for Denver, but... You don't have to leave a few. Okay. I'll take it all in cash. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jackie. Thanks for having me.